Hi, thanks for tuning in to Holy Spirit Feed. I'm Jen Johnson. I'm excited to share what God has been showing me. I'm praying that your spiritual ears and eyes will be open to hear and see what Holy Spirit has for you. Welcome back to part two of Milk Church. This episode truly is a part two. You need both to get the full gist of things. So if you have not listened to Milk Church part one, it's not called part one, just to clarify, it's just called Milk Church, but please go back and do so. I'm going to refresh us on our scripture passage for this topic. Um, it's Hebrews 5, 11 through 14. Paul talks about Jesus being high priest, and then verse 11 picks up with, Concerning him, we have much to say, and it is difficult to explain, since you have become poor listeners. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you have need again for someone to teach you the elementary principles of the actual words of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unacquainted with the word of righteousness, for he is an infant. But solid food is for the mature, who, because of practice, and some versions say, who by constant use, have their senses trained to distinguish between good and evil. Come on, how many know we need to be in constant use, practicing, developing our senses to be able to decipher good from evil in our world today and know how to handle it in a kingdom way? We've been working our way through some scriptures talking about the need for the Bride of Christ to get equipped and mature as we prepare for Christ's return. We need the solid food, and if we find ourselves at a place where only milk is served, we need to figure that out so that we can pursue God in deeper ways. And I understand this could ruffle some feathers, this might even hurt some feelings, But if you don't admit something is off, you won't look for a solution and bring change. Brain studies show that your brain is actually designed to look for the easiest solution to a problem. It's easier to stay the way you are, the path of least resistance. But that's not who we are as believers. We believe for better and we go after it. We admit, hey, I may have an alcohol problem or I might be hooked on porn or... I might have a gossip habit. You know, whatever the issue is in our lives, we admit it, and then we do what we have to to move forward. I might be at a milk church, or I might be leading at a milk church. Whatever that looks like, it's our responsibility to address it. So let's cover this verse briefly, James 3, 1. It says, Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. Okay, is that saying don't become a teacher of the word? No. If you are called to it, you will receive the grace to do it. Amen? This should encourage you. It means that God cares for you and the body enough to hold you to a higher standard. And how many know in weakness, his strength is made perfect. So if you are called to teach and you feel weak, humble yourself and he will give you the grace to do it. That said, teachers are held to a higher standard, whether we want to admit it or not. Oswald Chambers in his book, My Utmost for His Highest said, shut out every consideration and keep yourself before God for this one thing only. My utmost for his highest. He is it. 
So if you are a church leader, as a leader, if the Lord is speaking to you right now, whatever he's saying, hopefully you're sensing maybe conviction if there is an issue. And if condemnation is present, we shut that down. There's no condemnation in Christ. We don't entertain the enemy's lies. So if you feel condemned, that's not Holy Spirit. Just ask Holy Spirit, is this something that I need to address within my church? If so, get at it. Ask Holy Spirit, what is the next step? Or maybe this isn't necessarily you, but there's someone you know that struggles with this. Just forward the podcast. And if they can get some fruit out of it, then awesome. You know, at the end of the day, we are all here to work together as a body, as a whole, not to take courage out of each other, but to encourage, put courage in to each other, to make the changes as Holy Spirit guides. He guides us into all truth if we welcome him to do so. And I'm not saying that milk doesn't have a place at all. You know, a young believer can come into an elementary teaching and feel good and supported like they fit. Like I said, we had gone to a milk church for years and we loved the people. It was good. And then I realized by the grace of God that there was more. And he led us to where we could get that more. But how cool would it have been if we could have stayed with the people that we were connected to and stepped into the more of God? Yes, sometimes our growth is dependent on us making a change or a move. But wouldn't it be great if all of God's church bodies were a place where meat was available? Yes, taking extra care with those who are new to Jesus, but also offering depth, a complete gospel, growth. Let's talk a bit about why we may not be stepping into those deeper things of God in our services. Remember the people who had the girl with the spirit of witchcraft or divination? It was in Acts 16, and verses 16 and 17 says, One day, as we were going down to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had a spirit that enabled her to tell the future. She earned a lot of money for her masters by telling fortunes. She followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God, and they have come to tell you how to be saved. So she was actually prophesying the truth which is interesting. Paul cast the demon out of her, and then the people were mad. They were not happy because the girl was now free to live a good life, but they would rather have the income from her spirit of divination. And you might say, well, we would never do that today. Uh, Yes, we would, and we do. Some churches don't even do deliverance, full well knowing that people are struggling with demons. But deliverance is too messy. If we invite Holy Spirit here to set someone free, it might look weird. You know, never mind that the people are oppressed and addicted and suffering under attacks of the demonic. Don't worry about that. You know, at least we'll get our three worship songs and our offering and our 25-minute message and then our two-minute prayer, and we're done. At least we've kept on schedule so we can make it to lunch on time. (laughs) I'm being kind of funny here, but that's not the way it should be. No way. We have to offer the meat, the meat of the gospel, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. Freely we have received, freely give. But that's a part of the problem. So many church leaders and church attendees have not freely received, so they have nothing to give. If you find yourself in that situation, 
where you have yet to have received the baptism of Holy Spirit, a tangible touch from the Lord, power, deliverance from a religious spirit, whatever you need, the Holy Spirit has it for you. Yield to him and he will help you step into the deeper things that you've been missing. Allow him to fill you with himself so you can experience the freedom he has for you. Then you will have something to freely give. I wanted to share a little more of our backstory um, to the nine years of the milk church that we had went to. And then we were called to another church. In keeping with our theme, let's just call that other church maybe like an appetizer church. (laughs) But that's where we found out about Holy Spirit somewhat. Like you could say they were serving, you know, like those sausages wrapped in bread or something. Just enough to sort of wet your palate and leaving you wanting more. (laughs) During the time that we were there... We were able to connect with some believers in the area that were teaching deeper truths within small groups and even equipping centers. And we were able to attend conferences and things like that to really get the meat that we desperately desired. So leaders, what can we do? I'm not a fan of bringing up an issue that needs to be addressed and then not offering solutions that I feel like the Lord would uh, direct us to. So What can we do? We can bring others in the fivefold ministry that can teach our body of believers. And don't just bring them in to entertain, bring them in to equip and help raise up your body. Find out who within your body may be called as a teacher, a prophet, etc. Raise them up so they can take their place within your group of believers. Good equippers show others that they can do it too. Good prophets aren't just there to prophesy, but to teach others to prophesy and flow in the gifts of the Holy Spirit to do the work of the ministry. Who cares if you can bring in an awesome apostle or to speak or something if you are sitting on apostles in your own body that aren't growing and not getting to the point where they are mature enough in God's timing to step into their own calling. We need to offer not only milk for newbies, but also pigs in a blanket and a good thick steak. Body of Christ, if you're realizing that you don't know the Lord any more than you did five years ago, you're not growing. First off, take responsibility for your own walk with God. Feed yourself. Leave your church only if God says to. That said, often you are in a body to be a part of the solution. By now, some of you should be teachers, right? Or host a Bible study so those called to teach have a place to do so. Be the change. I saw that on Fixer Upper. That's a good word. Come on. Who says HGTV isn't prophetic? (laughs) We should all watch a little more Home and Garden channel. All right, so wherever your church body lands on the milk versus meat spectrum, I pray that you will all seek the Lord on what to do to move in the direction of growth for every member of your church body. It's God's desire that we all grow and mature as disciples of Jesus. And I hope that you wind up in a place where there's a smorgasbord of prime rib, filet mignon, porterhouse steaks. And I do want to say, you know, hear me on this. There is definitely room for new preachers, new teachers just fresh into the pulpit, haven't taught much. Maybe that's what they have to offer in a young season. And as listeners, we totally have grace to give for that. But what I'm talking about is consistent fluff messages that tickle the ears 
never delve into the deeper things of the spirit. You know, salvation is amazing, but it's the first step of a long journey of maturing. You don't stay a brand new baby Christian. You grow so then you can help others grow. And I'm not talking about perfectly rehearsed messages. I'm talking about spirit-led messages where the presence is present, where the word that that congregation needs to hear at that time is released. And it's preached based off of what Holy Spirit says they need to grow and to mature. John 17, 6 through 8 says, this is Jesus speaking, I have revealed you to the ones you gave me from this world. They were always yours. You gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now they know everything I have is a gift from you, for I have passed on the message you gave me. They accepted it and know that I came from you and they believe you sent me. So this is Jesus speaking, but God also gives us people to pastor, to lead, to mentor. And it's our responsibility to get them out of diapers and off milk. How? Again, it's as a leader we are asking Holy Spirit. And when you receive revelation and begin to be obedient to that, you will begin to step into an anointing from Him. Our part is to co-labor, yield to Him in the preparation time, and... Also, while preaching, having a sensitivity to Holy Spirit and what he wants to do at that moment. We really need to have a more holistic approach where we care about the church as a whole, the small corner church with 30 people and the large church of thousands. We are all the church and we all need to work together to encourage each other to go deeper. I've said this before, deep calls to deep in the roar of his waterfalls. Let's answer the call with a resounding yes. Here we come. I want to take a moment and just prophesy over all of our local churches in America and even beyond. We are all a part of the body reaching for the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So Lord, we come into agreement with you to go deeper in our churches across America. And I declare a spirit of revelation and wisdom to be released, we will be so saturated in the meat of your word and your presence that conversations will break out in the marketplace, in stores, workplaces, all concerning Jesus and God's will over our land. I decree that God's people will step into a time of practice, of constant use, training by the word and time in God's presence, where we wind up forever changed and able to discern good from evil and live out of a place of deep abiding in the Lord, bringing heaven's culture to earth in every aspect of our society. That by the power of the Holy Spirit, that God's warriors would rise up and take dominion over the land and make disciples of all nations. Amen. Amen. Come on. If you agree with that, just say amen right there, wherever you're at. So, hey, I just want to thank you all for listening. I know this may have been a sensitive subject for some, um, but I'm going to implore you to get this word out. This is a now word for God's people. We are going after something more. So share this episode. Be the change, like we said. Be a believer who is willing to stand up and declare that you are moving from milk to solid food.